What would you do if you had a year off of work? If you had a year to do whatever you wanted to do, would you travel? Would you pick up a new hobby? Would you sleep more? Comment below because I really want to know what you would do. Welcome to Motivational Mondays with your host, Red. I hope this uplifts, inspires, and transforms you to live better than best. Now, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Better Than Best Academy. This is our signature show, Motivational Mondays, where we take five to ten minutes and motivate you at the start of your week so you can conquer and be the best that you can be. Here you will join a community of champions as we learn and grow and build a better than best life. If that is something you are into, give us a like, a subscribe, follow, share this episode, and let's just really cultivate that community and motivate each other as we continue to live better than best. Now, today I want to share with you the 10 things that I learned from taking a year off. Do you remember in the middle of 2020 when the whole world stopped? Or at least it seemed that way. Well, not for all of us. During that time, I actually found myself doing more. I adapted this mindset of run fast and run hard because you don't know what tomorrow holds. And with that that freedom and the ability of being at home, I began to take work home, which meant that I never left work. I was constantly working. I actually was working more. I took on projects and side things, and all this stuff, and I just continued to work and work. I was doing everything from helping editing our church at home audio to doing my nine to five that I was at. I was hustling, to say the least, but then the crash came. Then the burnout came, and I found myself doing the opposite. I was done done. So much so that I even quit my job. Now, yes, I had already been planning to step out into some new entrepreneurial endeavors, especially with our son about to be born. But still, I got into a different place. I didn't want to work, period. I was tired mentally. I was tired of chasing and striving to get more followers, more views, more streams, more downloads. Like I had to stop. Because I was racing and racing and striving and not thriving, and I was done. I was completely done. So what did I do? I curled up at a ball and I cried. No, (laughs) I felt like that. But what I did was I ended up taking a full year off. Like I only played drums and served at my local church, took care of our son. I wasn't thinking about posting I wasn't thinking about views. I wasn't thinking about followers or even making this podcast. I just stopped everything because I was done for the lack of better terms. I was done with everything and I needed to stop to continue to keep going. And I think the worst part of all of it is I began to grow bitter and cynical about the things that I love doing most. And that's when I really had to take a step back and see and reevaluate my life. So here's 10 things that I learned from this past year of reevaluating and realigning myself to what matters most. And number one, I realized rest is sacred and should be valued as such. See, so often, I think before the panini and everything that happened when the world stopped, I think we got into such a hustler grind, sleep when I die mentality that we learned something through that shift. We learned that rest is sacred and it should be valued as such. And then another thing, number two, I learned that isolation will only lead to anxiety and depression. You see, 
part of this journey of me taking a year off and taking care of our son was a lot of me alone, me and my son. Now, get it, when you have a baby, it's amazing, and I'm so grateful that I get to watch him grow, but, like, it gets lonely. And if you're not continuing to surround yourself, if you're not continuing to put yourself around the right people, then you will grow isolated, and you will grow into anxiety and depression to my third thing that I learned from taking a year off, that your childhood trauma is probably the root cause of your poor mental health. See, for me, I learned that I was holding on to grief that I never dealt with when my grandpa died when I was 15, and he died from leukemia, and I began to have trauma when it came to sickness and hospitals in general, and I found a common theme there, and through doing neurocycles, which I highly recommend, through doing neurocycles, I found the root cause of my mental health and my anxiety and my depression was a childhood trauma that I had to face. And it was beautiful that once you face that toxic trait and that toxic trauma, you truly see freedom in your life. So with this year off, I learned that when you take time for yourself, take time for your mental health, then you're able to lead and grow and help others at a higher capacity. The fourth thing that I learned was you can't rely on others' walk with God to supply your own. Now, through all of this, and when we went into this space of completely shifting how we saw church for a while to thankfully we're back in person, but through all this, I learned an even deeper need for us to have a personal relationship with Jesus. You see, you can't rely on a podcast. You can't rely on a pastor's walk with God or a, a leader or an influencer's walk with God to substitute your own. You truly got to wake up and spend time with him much more so than you can with a podcast. Now, don't get me wrong. I love that you listen to this podcast and I hope that you continue to listen to this podcast, but, but hear me at this. You must have your own personal relationship with God. You must have your own walk with God much more than trying to rely on someone else's. And then the fifth thing that I learned was your relations are critical for your growth. It kind of goes back to two about being isolated. And I mean, I probably talk about this in every podcast, but it's so important. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. See, we hear it a thousand times, but it rings true that if you really want to go far, you need people around you that are building you up. You need people around you that aren't going to sit there and hate, that aren't just going to say yes to you, but they are truly going to see your potential, call it out of you. If they see and call you on your craft, that is amazing too, because you need both. But your relationships are crucial and critical for your growth. And then the sixth thing was go outside, go for a run, go for a walk. It's so essential to get outside because one, the sun gives us vitamin D. And if you are deficient in vitamin D, that leads to a whole span of health things. But getting outside and getting fresh air is so great for your mental health. It will help you reset your circadian rhythm, which means when you sleep and when you wake up, all that will be regulated if you take time outside. And then the seventh thing that kind of piggybacks off that is exercise and nutrition is so much more important than you think. Through the past nonsense that we've been currently in, you've noticed that they'll push one thing, but they are not pushing 
health and exercise. And that is so crucial in not only your personal development, but in every area of your life. If you eat right, if you move your body, it is proven scientifically that you will feel better and that you will be able to make a better impact in your world. And then the eighth thing is don't neglect your loved ones even though you see them every day. Don't neglect your loved ones even though you see them all the time. You see, this past year, and I was around some amazing people, as always, and I've noticed that some people we take for granted. Those that are in our lives most, we tend to take them for granted because we see them every day. But I think we need to start saying what is said at funerals at birthdays. We need to celebrate people while they're still here because time is so precious, friend. Time is so precious, and you never know when the last moment you have with someone. So make every moment with those people count and just realize that hold on tight to your loved ones and value them, even if you are seeing them every single day. And then the ninth thing is Stay-at-home parents need a raise. They need a medal of honor. If there's anything I've learned from me personally being a stay-at-home parent, it, it is so much harder than it looks. Now, I'm not sitting here playing the victim or asking for sympathy. I'm sitting here to say that if you're out there and you're a stay-at-home parent, kudos to you because I understand and I see that and I get that. And you were doing so much better than you think. You were doing so much better than you think. And then the 10th, and final thing that I learned from taking a year off of work was be present in each moment. Be present in each moment. And this one is still one that I'm working on because as I continue to build these multiple streams of income and businesses and this podcast, my mind's running on 100%. My, mind, my mind is always racing and trying to do this. I have 18,000 tabs open at once. I know some of you might relate. And when my wife gets home from working all day at her amazing job, and we're sitting there with our son, sometimes I just check out. I'm on my phone. I'm planning my next podcast. And she's always like, what are you doing? And that's tough. And that's reminded me that I must be present in every moment. That, yeah, I'm planning for the next. And it's so easy for us to get caught up in planning for the next thing and the next thing. But are you present in the now? I want to encourage you that. Be present in the now. So those are the 10 things that I learned from my year off, and I'll recap them for you. The number one, rest is sacred and should be taken as such. Rest is sacred and should be taken as such. Number two is isolation will only lead to anxiety and depression. Number three was your childhood traumas are probably the root cause of your mental health issues. Number four was you can't rely on someone else's walk with God to supply yours. Five was your relations your relationships are critical to your growth. Six was go outside and run. Get outside, get some fresh air. It is essential for your well-being. Number seven was exercise and nutrition are way more important than you think. Number eight was don't neglect your loved ones just because you see them all the time. Nine was stay-at-home parents need a medal of honor and a raise. And then 10, the final one was be present in every moment. Now, before I go, I want to give you the opportunity to continue this conversation. Now, in the description or in the show notes or in the comments, you will see a link for my free Facebook group, which is just a community of champions like you and me, where we can be connected. We can share in our success and our failures. We can pray for each other and champion each other as we go after and live 
the best life and be better than best in all areas of our lives. Now, what helps me most in this channel is knowing this, that you subscribe, that you like, that you follow, that you share, and let me know that you're getting something from this. Because more than anything, that's why I do this. Like, that's why I turn on these lights. That's why I put on the cameras and go to all these extra effort is for you. Because I want to see you live better than best. I want to see you conquer each week of your life. I want to see you win in all areas of your life. Now, if that's something you're about, please subscribe, follow, like, leave a comment, share it with your friends, text five people and tell them that this episode changed your life. Let's spread the word about this and let's build this community of champions. So join the Facebook group and then subscribe and do all the great things. That's, that's what we can do as we move forward. And last but not least, I believe in you, friend. I'm praying for you. Now let's go live better than best as we conquer this week.